Another business hit with a ransomware attack. Issues with cybersecurity have shut down yet another Midwestern company. The data breaches put the information of millions at risk. Here to give you peace of mind in an industry that moves faster than the speed of light. This is your weekly tech in. Hello world, this is Patrick Souls, the founder of Soul Tech Solutions, and welcome to the Weekly Tech and Podcast, where we give you peace of mind working with an industry that moves faster than the speed of light. Okay, do not panic. Everyone, calm down, it will be okay. If you're using Google Drive, you might be missing some of your files. I know, you've backed it up to the cloud. That's what using Google Drive is like, right? Well, unfortunately, there is something going on. Uh, Google has confirmed this issue after uh, a few hundred users have have posted about it in the Google community. Um, if they're using the Drive Local Sync that keeps a folder of your Drive documents on your computer, um, at the time uh, of recording this, something close to two hundred and thirty-ish uh, people have. Uh, responded to this this community post saying they're having this issue uh, where using Google Drive, um, like I said, synced to their local computer, they go to check it, and after the most recent update, months of files are just gone. Uh, Google did confirm this is an issue. They say it's a sync issue with the Drive desktop app, uh, and they're recommending a few things in that community thread uh, to uh, work on it while they are looking for a permanent fix. Um, but they have said, do not disconnect your account during your account during this time, because that could result in permanent loss of your files. There's some other technical things you might be able to do um, while you're waiting on Google to fix it. <clears throat> I'm not going to get into it in this podcast because it is very technical. Instead, talk to your, your local IT superhero, uh, whether that's the, uh, the guy in your company that does, uh, that handles your IT services or, uh, an IT consultant or service provider like my company. Um, get in touch. If you are a, uh, <laughs> I was going to say a victim, this isn't a malicious attack. No one's done this on purpose. Uh, but if you are, uh, dealing with this this issue because um, it can be a kind of a serious thing and i find it to be a perfect reminder that just using a cloud service for your files does not mean everything is safe and secure and backed up whenever you're worried about having your files available to you always follow the three two one rule of backups that is three copies of every file two of them in different medias, so one in the cloud and one local, and then one that you are regularly using. That's the one that you access, right? So this is this uh, almost completely eliminates any sort of potential disaster you could have because you will always have some instance of your file somewhere. Uh, and this is also why you do need to consider backing up, even if you're using something like Google Drive or Microsoft's OneDrive, if you have Microsoft 365. So if uh, if you're worried about losing your data, make sure you talk to your local IT superhero. Um, and if you have any more questions about that kind of thing, um, go ahead and give us a shout out. Questions at soultech.solutions. And we have yet another AI player in the game, like we needed one. Uh, but this one's a little bit different, and I guarantee you've heard the company behind it. This AI model is called Q, and it is being developed by Amazon, or rather, 
more specifically Amazon Web Services, which is their cloud platform. And uh, yeah, uh, so it's it's the same kind of thing we've been seeing. It's a generative AI, meaning it can create data or create content, that sort of thing. Um, but it is being, in this case, specifically designed for business environments. So this uh, we're learning about this, or we learned about this um, at the AWS reInvent conference back in the end of November, where the company claimed that the uh, this AI model has been built with security and privacy in mind because everyone's been worried about that lately. So everyone, everyone who makes an AI has to say, ah, but we've been thinking about security. Uh, where they go uh, an extra step is they swear that their AI model is not being trained off of customer data ever. It's only being trained off of their internal data. So that's an interesting thing. We haven't seen that quite yet. Uh, it's if it's available to any um, Amazon Web Services customer for two different subscription tiers, uh, business option that's $20 a month, which is, again, pretty typical to what we've been seeing, and a builder option at $25 a month. So the, the $20 a month, I know it's not a huge difference, um, which is kind of funny, but they are not so much tiers as different services. So the the lower cost tier, the business option, is what we typically see in a chatbot, though this one, again, specifically for business use. And uh, its its whole point is to like catch people up to data. So it, it analyzes data, most of it, you know, that's like in Amazon Web Services or it reads whatever data you've given it uh, or given it access to and can summarize it for you and analyze it for you very, very quickly, which is pretty impressive. Um, but it's also not new because we also saw Microsoft release Dynamics Copilot recently that does the same thing, um, but also already has access to your entire Microsoft cloud, which is a lot for some companies. So uh, it doesn't have to be trained or taught anything. Um, but the other tier, the builder tier, is specifically for designers and IT professionals. If you didn't know, a lot of app designers um, or program uh, developers, they, they're building in cloud and testing in cloud uh, resources, which is usually either Azure, Google Cloud, or AWS. And so this is for developers in AWS. They can then use the builder tier to help with debugging and actually creating code. And um, uh, Amazon has said that this tier can help uh, users explain unfamiliar code that they don't see and then do optimizations, which is kind of kind of cool. That's probably one of the coolest things I've heard uh, AI being used for is to optimize your code so your thing runs a little bit faster. It's kind of neat. Um, so yeah, they like I said, they, they reinforce it's a, uh, a data-first approach with enterprise-grade security in mind. Um, it's generative AI in the business tier. It's going to do a lot of the same things that we've been seeing, like ChatGPT or whatever, um, kind of uh, built for. But uh, this is coming after Microsoft has announced Dynamics 365 Copilot, which is their version, their, their enterprise AI. And then uh, back in August, we didn't really talk about this much, back in August, OpenAI... Uh, AI, um, talked about chat GPT enterprise and, and that is now fully available to anyone who signs up for it. So they're kind of late in the game and they are, um, kind of doing the same thing, but they're doing it in their own way with the different, you know, grounds. Uh, if you don't know, Microsoft's, uh, co-pilot system is built with open AI's, um, GPT language underneath it. So it does very much the same thing that chat GPT does. Uh, whereas AWS's Q 
is uh, a little bit different. Oh, did I mention that? It's called Q, and I don't know if that is a Star Trek reference or a James Bond reference, but I approve. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm very curious um, if you guys are using uh, any sort of AI or generative AI in your business. And if you are, how and what's the most creative thing you've done with it? Go ahead and shoot us an email. Microsoft 365 browser extension. Does that sound familiar? To most of you, probably not. But honestly, this was kind of a cool thing that Microsoft's had available for a while. It used to be the Office browser extension. And as companies move towards more and more cloud-based and web-based services and softwares, uh, it was a great and easy way to quickly access any of your Office documents or Office programs and apps quickly from your web browser. Um, Sad news, bad news. Microsoft is shutting it down. It's had over 10 million downloads in its lifetime and um, almost inexplicably and uh, without any real explanation, <clears throat> Microsoft announced that January 15th of next year, they are <clears throat> shutting it down, ending security updates, and uh, it won't be automatically removed from your browser, but they are removing it from the store. If it's losing security updates, you should remove it from your browser. Um. We're, so we're, again, we're not sure why they didn't say why they're removing it and ending support for it. So we're kind of left to speculate. Uh, the closest thing I can come up with is they're wanting to drive more traffic towards features that are already in place in Microsoft Edge. And there is an office tool on the uh, Edge sidebar that does essentially the same thing that the browser extension did. So you can still, if you're using Edge, have that quick and easy access to your Microsoft um, products and services. But if you're not in an environment that uses Edge, like say you're in Chrome OS, you're kind of left to, to hang dry, sort of. They did announce that they're working with Google on a more seamless way to access your Microsoft 365 features. Um, and you can already integrate OneDrive with the Chrome OS Files app, so it's quickly accessible there, and then opens up when you open files in the Files app, if it's like Word, it'll open up Chrome going to uh, the Word app online. So you're, you're kind of almost there, but it's a little bit less efficient and a little bit less at your fingertips. Um, so if you're on Edge, the Edge sidebar, uh, it used to be a Bing symbol, now it's got the Copilot icon. When you click that, uh, it'll just open up the sidebar. Some of you have probably already hidden it already. Um, I like to have mine um, open up when I hover my mouse over it. Anyway, you add the, add the uh, 365 tool to the sidebar, and same kind of thing. It shows you most recently used or accessed documents, uh, anything that might be uh, needing your attention in Microsoft 365, like it's been submitted to you for review, something like that, as well as quick access to all of the apps. Uh, that's Word, PowerPoint, and all that online. So there's still an option for uh, for most of you if you haven't uh, already <laughs> um, moved on to uh, Mozilla or Opera because you're sick and tired of Chrome eating up all of your memory and you're sick and tired of Microsoft pushing Edge down your throats. Personally, I think, again, this is personally, I think Edge is a great browser and uh, I use it almost every day. Um, so maybe give it a try. But if you have the 365 extension, might as well just get rid of it now, because once they end support on it, it's going to be a security issue. If you have any questions about what you heard in today's episode, or if you have questions you'd like answered in a future episode, please feel free to reach out by emailing questions at soltech.solutions. Again, that's questions at S-O-U-L-T-E-C dot solutions. Until then, thank you for listening. This is Patrick, logging out. <laughs>